Hello and welcome to the February DCM podcast. My name's Tom Linnae and I've managed to sneak a podcast in right on the very last day of February. And this month I'm joined by Josh Krzyzewski, who is UK CEO of Mediacom, the UK's biggest media agency. Hello, Josh. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm very well. Good. Now, Mediacom's clients, if you aren't aware, include Sky and PlayStation, both big spenders on cinema. And I was going to give a quick summary of Josh's media career to date, but it's always better to hear it from the man himself. So, Josh, can you give us a quick whistle-stop tour through your career to date and how you got to be head of the UK's biggest media agency? Okay. Um, So, I started as a TV buying exec at Initiative. Um, back in 98 and I did that for about a year and then I went into planning, stayed at Initiative for about three years. I then joined a media strategy consultancy called Klondike at St Luke's, the creative agency, uh, where I worked for I think about four years Um, and then I went on from there to set up my own digital agency uh, which I then folded into BLM Quantum um, which was the digital agency part of BLM. Uh, BLM got bought by Havas and uh, I joined the global um, board of Havas Digital um, where I was global client development director. I then got headhunted by Mediacom to be the EMEA COO and then I did that for a while and then I came into the UK as COO at Mediacom and then I got promoted to CEO uh, at the end of 2015. So what are you most proudest of of in your career to date? God, that's a difficult question. I mean, I'm probably most proud of the work that I do with the team at Mediacom now. Um, it's an incredibly challenging job, but it's a it's a job I'm very proud and kind of privileged to have, really. So I think I'm quite I'm proud of the work that we do. It's um, yeah, I'd say I'd say that right now. I think what uh, the thing I'm pro- I'm probably most proud of since I've been CEO of Mediacom has been uh, when we won the Centrica business end of the year before last um, that was a, that was a, a big highlight um, but yeah I think you know I love what I do right now and so I'm probably most proud of that. In terms of pitching for new business you mentioned Centrica just then do you get really deeply involved in the pitching side of it? Yeah I mean I, I, um, I love it it's probably it's one of the things I love most about my job I honestly I've always loved it I've always loved new business so I've done new business ever since I was very junior um, I love coming together as a team, the camaraderie, uh, the, you know, trying to answer difficult questions um, from clients that you might not know that well. Um, there's a lot of thinking, there's a lot of creativity, um, there's stress stress and pressure and sort of, a, you know, I thrive off that. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I love doing anything with teams. Um, I'd say probably the thing the time in my career, when I did my own digital thing, I found that quite a lonely time because I wasn't working with big teams and uh, and I missed I missed that I missed kind of the socialness, the social aspects of of the job. And I think pitches are really where you bring people together and you know really work as a team. So I love that. And what are the main challenges you find leading a company like Mediacom? Uh, I think our I think it's a it's a tough gig being a CEO of a media agency. Um, we, you have pressures from clients, you have pressures from above, you have pressures from your people um, to be making sure that you know that they are their well-being is looked after, that that they have very clear direction of where we're going, uh, that they feel they're supported, um, inspired, um, and we all work very hard. So um, having a good 
work-life blend I think is important um, you know those are challenges that I think we all um, we all share all agency CEOs share another thing I think is our scale actually our scale is probably our biggest strength at Mediacom um, because you know clients can genuinely benefit from the amount of people that we have so we can always create create very bespoke teams for what they need um, but also this having the size running a company the size that we are has challenges because it's quite difficult to have your arms around the whole company when when you've got over a thousand people working for you so uh, that's a challenge as well and you mentioned uh, pressure earlier and you, you thrive under stress and pressure how do you deal with it what are your do you have any methods for coping with it do you incorporate mindfulness techniques yeah I try I mean I try to I, I try to meditate as much as I can I, I genuinely find that or I generally find that on the days that I find the time to meditate I generally can relax better later on in the day so I think that's a very good thing uh, so when you say meditation do you uh, do you set a, a set amount of time each day for that is it just breathing techniques yeah I sort of close my eyes and clear my head and for about 10 or 15 minutes and, and just try and think of try to think of nothing or do visualization techniques and um, so sometimes I find it much easier than others um, but finding that time to create space I think is a good thing and I think that also you know actually I can, you can you can do that even when you're in meetings or when you're walking down the street um, just clearing your head. So I try to remind myself to do that as much as possible. But when you're very busy, it's hard to remember to. Uh, but I think that really helps. Uh, I do yoga. I do exercise. I enjoy, you know, I make sure I find time to spend with my family, with my friends, doing things I love doing. Because, you know, it's important to keep perspective and make sure that you're, you're, you're not only working hard, you're also enjoying yourself. And you mentioned uh, when you were giving a rundown of your career that you set up a digital business at uh, in your late 20s uh, how daunting was that and was that useful in uh, preparing you for the pressures that you would feel do running Mediacom uh, so it was it wasn't too daunting because I had a senior partner uh, who was a minority stakeholder in the business who was kind of a bit of a mentor for me who I'd been working for when I was at the agency beforehand so I didn't feel like I was completely on my own but I was at a point in my career where I didn't really know what I wanted to do next, so I sort of, it was a toe in the water thing, um, and I don't think I gave my full self to it, if I'm really honest. Yeah, it, you know, it was an experience for me, I learned stuff from it. I've been very lucky in, in my career that I've done very, very jobs. So I've done local jobs, I've done global jobs, I've worked in different markets doing the global jobs. Uh, I've worked in specialisms such as digital, but also in much more broader general roles as well. Um, and I. I you know, all of it has been kind of rich tapestry for, for learning and, and I've gained something from all of those things. And like having my own company, you know, when you do your own thing, you do everything. So you do the pitching, you also do the admin, you do the, the bill, bill paying, everything. Um, so, you know, it was, that was a good time. That was a good time as well, as well. But then it was also great to go back into an agency. And you've mentioned creativity and the creative side of pitching and you've worked creative agency side. Uh, and I believe you're from, you've got creative people in your family. Do you find that be, you get to exercise your creative muscle being a CEO? Not enough. Not enough. What would you rather be doing more of? Well, no, I definitely rather. I always get. I always. Um, I always have a go at my, my my team for never inviting me to brainstorms. It's like I don't know. Maybe they know something that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, when you're when you're in general management, you find yourself 
you, you're, you maybe you're creative in finding solutions to problems, but you don't find yourself sort of flexing your creative muscle when you're trying to come up with, um, you know, brand challenges necessarily. And, and so I do miss that. Um, but, you know, as I said, you know, I've just been in a management meeting this morning and there are various challenges that we were discussing. And you have to think creatively about how you're going to overcome some of those things, whether they're management issues or client issues or industry issues. There's always stuff to try and work out solutions to. And, and you know, we are, you know, that, that, that there is creativity needed for that. In terms of managing client relationships, what's most important to you when uh, developing and maintaining client relationships? Well, I think you need to care. You know, I think you need to really care about your client's um, success. And, um, you know, we're in the growth business. So we are employed by our clients to grow their business and help grow their business. And so, and if we don't do that, then we get fired. So we have to be very focused on making sure we're always delivering growth for them. I'm also a big believer in, in personal growth as well. So I talk a lot to the people at Mediacom about it's important that you know, we give great um, growth, training and development opportunities for our people, but they have the responsibilities on them for taking responsibility for their own development, if you know what I mean. So we have it all here, but you have to take responsibility for your own development here at Mediacom. You know, I want people to be empowered to do that. I really want our clients, when they come to Mediacom, to always feel when they've come out of the meeting that they've had with us, that they've had some sort of growth in some way. So I want our people to always be inspiring our clients. Um, and what the reason I'm telling you all of that is I think, yes, we're here to grow their business, but also I, th I feel like it's important that we're there to, to grow our clients as people as well. Um, so, you know, that, that I think that's a big part of client relationships. And Mediacom has a uh, presence in Manchester. I was in Manchester last week for the launch of DCM Manchester, which actually... Congratulations. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, launches on Thursday. How important are the regions to Mediacom's business? They're critical. They're really important. It's a, it's a differentiator for us. Um, and I think there are, for us to try and crystallise two things about the regional offices that are great, is first of all, you know, we're in a bit of a London bubble here, and I think it's important to be able to understand that the UK population is quite diverse and varied from region to region. So having regional offices who understand the people in that locality better than people in London is, I think, really important for clients. Um, and also, we have clients all over the UK, and so it's important that they can work with people who are, who are close to them. So having, you know, we've got six offices, including Dublin, um, we've got Edinburgh, Birmingham, Leeds, Manchester, London. Um, we, it's a great spread across the across the country, and, and they're really important parts of our business. And so, and it's funny, we, you know, I'm actually I've got a regional board meeting this afternoon, so so I'm seeing them today, uh, and we try and celebrate our differences, but also create consistency across the market, so that we our product is consistent across all of our offices. So, if you're a client. Um, whilst you're getting great regional insight from the local offices, you can expect to get the best service and product from any Mediacom office because we're really focused on making sure we've got a consistent product. How do we stop being so London focused? Because uh, as you said, the media industry is very much a London centric industry. We have to listen more. You know, we have to ask questions more and, and listen to the answers more um, of people across the whole of the UK. There's a lot of change in media at the moment, uh, through in leadership, client pitches, uh, digital transformation, and most probably prominently navigating Brexit, however that will manifest itself. 
what are you most excited about? Um, I think I'm probably most excited about the stuff that I'm most scared about. <laughs> so disruption is happening all over the place in media as well as in all industry sectors. Um, and that creates a very exciting and challenging working environment where you're having to think ahead and you're having to work at make decisions about where you invest money and time um, for the to, to make sure that you're future-proofed. Uh, and so I find that as a CEO fascinating. Um, and you know, we're really lucky at Mediacom in the UK because we've we've got a very successful business. We're given quite a lot of freedom about how we want to run the company and how we want to. Um, evolve the company um, you know we don't get too much pressure from above and so you know we have a lot of conversations about where we're taking things and you know AI learning is a thing that we're all talking about at the moment I'm sure um, how we rationalize our, our new product development so we're not just you know so that we're only building stuff that is genuinely going to grow both our clients and our own business the, the there's been a great big focus on transparency in our industry over the last few years, so creating a business that is genuinely sustainable uh, in the long term um, is a big focus for me. So I find all of that really interesting. And some of Mediacom's biggest clients, I mentioned them in the intro, uh, brands like Sky and Sony are big spenders on cinema, they're big advocates of cinema. What do you think it is about cinema that uh, appeals so much to those brands? It's a cap, you know. I think the the, the the first and foremost thing is you've got a captive audience in a way that you just can't get in in other media, uh, which is amazing for brands. That's probably the biggest thing. Uh, I think it's also audiences expect to see a quality of creative advertising in cinema uh, in a way that you wouldn't necessarily on other media as well. So. It, it, it means that clients who are going to advertise in cinema have to raise their game and you generally see really good quality creative uh, and as a, as a punter as well as, a, as an agency I love that. Talking about quality of creative, you were recently a judge at the Digital Cinema Media Awards last year, that was correct isn't it? Yeah. Uh, how was the experience? It was good, yeah it was good, yeah yeah I remember, I mean, it was actually it, was, it wasn't this year, it was the year before so oh, okay. it was over 12 months ago. Um, but I remember there was good banter. There were some characters. No, it was it was it was really good. I remember there was a campaign, the Gas and Lecky campaign. Yeah, uh, was some really smart innovation in that. It was kind of a um, audio visual. Um, they disrupted a cinema. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And came through the screen, and it was a live ad. Yeah, it ha had huge success. That yeah, one. that was very cool. Yeah, that was good. It was good. And what have been some of your uh, favourite recent cinema ads? So we did we did an innovation recently for Sky, uh, where we which was a media first that we did with you guys, which was um, doing a Sky ad in the trailer in the trailers of Star Wars for Britannia. Yeah, exactly, and it was uh, that was really exciting because we'd never no one had ever done anything like that before, and, and you know I thought that was really good innovation. So I think that's probably the thing that's most excited me recently. And it worked because Sky have got incredible creative as well. Yeah, exactly. And it's good to be able to showcase that in the cinema. So let's talk a bit more about films. Uh, have you seen anything recently that you particularly enjoyed? Um, yes, I've enjoyed Three Billboards, like everybody has enjoyed Three Billboards. It's probably going to win on, at the Oscars on Sunday. Yeah, it was awesome. I just absolutely loved it. It was brilliant. Um, the Post... Um, Call Me By Your Name 
I loved Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, that was a, that was a lovely film. I'd like to see him, the lead actor, win. He's best amazing. Actor. Yeah. He was in everything. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him in so many films recently. He's and he's so young as yeah. well, isn't he? He's in Lady he's, Bird as well. That's right. He's in Lady Bird. Lady Bird was brilliant as well. I loved that. Yeah. He's English. Is he English? No, he's American. Is he? He's got. He can do an English accent, a French. He can speak French. He's, he's an annoyingly talented. Yeah, yeah. If Call Me By Your Name is to be believed, he's a very good pianist as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you know, he was amazing. Um, so no, some good, some great films. I've seen some really good films recently actually and what are you looking forward to for the rest of 2018 <laughs> 2018 so um there's the jurassic world film film is coming out isn't it yeah 6th of june 6th of june there is uh mary queen of scots gosh that looks good the shosha ronan yeah and margot robbie from that's 14th of september yeah God, i can't believe you know all of these dates that's impressive uh so that th- those look good um mamma mia 2 I have to uh, have to say I'm quite excited about that. Um, I think a lot of people are excited about that. <laughs> I'm glad that you're able to admit yeah. it in, com- in company, but a lot of people are excited about Mamma Mia too, especially with Sher in it. How, yes. do, you, how do you improve on Mamma Mia? Can you add Sher? I'd like to have been involved around that discussion. I know, I know. Barbara yeah. Streisand for the next one, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, so that, uh, that should be quite fun. So no, I think it's a good slate this year. It's Advertising Week Europe in a few weeks' time. It's the sixth iteration in London, uh, once again at Picture House Central. What will Mediacom's presence be at Ad, Ad Week Europe this year? So we're going to do a few pa- uh, few sessions or panels uh, at Ad Week Europe. Uh, we've got one which is about transforming your business in 2018, uh, which is on the Monday, um, where... Sue Uniman, who is our Chief Transformation Officer, if you don't know her, is going to be talking to Alice Faber, who is our a management consultant that we have um, working at Mediacom, who she leads our consultancy that we set up last year called Theobald's Road Consulting. Um, and so they're going to be talking about business transformation. We've also got a panel about uh, purpose in marketing. So uh, I think this, the, the question is, can purpose active uh, can purpose actively supercharge your marketing um you know there's more and more talk about um, how important it is for brands to have a very clear purpose to consumers um, and then i think we're doing something on the wednesday around the effectiveness of partnerships so we did a study last year um about how effective partnerships are for brand sentiment um versus straightforward advertising uh, and it was a really positive study that that, that showed how important, you know, how, how well uh, partnerships can do at driving brand metrics. So I think we're doing a bit on that as well. Uh, I'm also doing something with the Marketing Society um, around, I, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be talking about, but I do know it's supposed to be an uncomfortable conversation. So that should be interesting. And uh, you, is there anything you're particularly hoping to catch at Adweek this year? Well, I haven't looked at the full um, agenda, but I have tried to clear my diary. Um, there's always really interesting things going on. Um, I want to sort of try and find myself time to hear from people that I've never heard of from before, um, talking about subjects that um, are different from what we, we talk about a lot about in our in our um, in our industry. I think it's Adweek's a really good opportunity to just sort of clear your head and be inspired. So uh, I'll be looking for that. And DCM will be hosting the official film night as well oh fantastic again Isle, Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs is, will be playing oh, so cool. uh, I'm sure we can get you an invite Josh and I, I will be in conversation with Ben Wheatley wow uh, on the Thursday so um, 
you ha- I think it's online, but if not, you've heard it here first. Fantastic. Thanks for joining me, Josh. Uh, it's pleasure. been a real pleasure speaking to you. And I'll be back next month. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. I've also been told that the podcast is now available on Acast. So if you are not listening on Acast, maybe give it a listen on Acast and let me know. And go and rate it on there as well if you can do that. I'm not familiar with the app. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll be back next month uh, with an Adweek special. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.